0: I can't hear what you're playing. Oh, you can't? Mm-mm. Oh, hold on. I figured it out, though. Whoa. That's cool. I like that.
1: <laughs> this is rad. Oh, my God. You manually fade.
0: Whoa. Okay, wait. So, you get to manually fade, and then what other... Um, We should just record, by the way, because
1: I'm like really excited about this right now. Can we just open with this? Yeah, it's really awesome. Powered by Riverside FM. Dude, do you want to start us off? All
0: right, welcome to Tooltip Time, the podcast that helps you find the right tools 10% faster. I am Jude Brewer. And I am Mijan Zulu. And today we are going to be talking about Riverside FM, that little music you just heard at the very beginning. That was straight from the podcast tool itself. Why don't you uh, explain
1: how the heck you did that, Mijan? <laughs> So actually, what, I, what you're able to do in Riverside is you can actually act as a DJ. So for instance, if uh, we had a studio audience, they might want to clap like this. And then you can actually manually fade it. So if, the, if they were still playing, let's say if there's laughter... That's awesome. So
0: how do you think this factors into the premise of the podcast? I'm curious, what is the premise of
1: Riverside FM? So the premise of this podcast is that you can locally record separate audio and video tracks with up to eight people per recording. And it's supposedly the easiest way to record podcasts and video interviews in studio quality from anywhere. Go live within a minute on multiple platforms. And it's just basically supposed to be the easiest tool that we can use to make podcasts.
0: Hmm. I'm interested to see kind of what our breakdown, how this how this fares out, because so far, I found the process in terms of how you invited me into this to be uh, fairly straightforward. So, so far, it seems like they're kind of living up to that premise. But how was the sign up process?
1: So sign up was super easy. All of the software exists online. So there's nothing to install. Um, before, you, uh, before you start up, they actually take you to a kind of like introduction section where there are videos that can teach you how to use Riverside. And there's also um, a chat feature. Um, so, you know, if anything goes wrong, you can just, you know, literally talk to them. But as soon as you get signed up, you could you basically create a studio and then within the studio, you can do recording. So you could record multiple podcast projects separately, and then all of them would be housed in the same studio.
0: Ah, very cool. So then what, what's what's, what, what's your, have you had any pain points so far with this
1: process? And then have you had to contact support? So I was just curious to see like, okay, like can I actually edit audio, right? And, um, you know, or like, you know, once, once we're done recording, can I do some of that audio editing in the program? So I wanted to try and contact support. It's actually a little bit hard. When you try to um, send them a question, you always have to label it with a topic. So they they kind of like try to direct you towards the self-help as you're trying to ask the question. And then if you can't find what you're looking for, then they um, you basically submit like a question um, and then what happens is a person from the chat from the from the support center through the chat actually reaches out back to you because you submit your questions through the through their almost like chat portal it's a support little widget that exists on the website mm-hmm. and what was cool is that because she didn't have the answer to my question she clarified the question first I heard back within a minute by the way
0: Wow okay that's pretty quick
1: yeah and then after clarifying what the question was, it was forwarded on to someone on to, I guess, a higher level of support. And then I heard back about 17 minutes later.
0: Yeah, that's good. Do you know if that's at all affected by the membership tiers? If it's because we're a paid plan or what are, what are what is the breakdown between the tiers?
1: No, because at that point, I was actually signed up as a free user. Oh. And they have various tiers. So... No serious podcaster would actually do this, but you can use Riverside for free for about 60 minutes with no credit card. So I just signed up and was able to get help without having paid anything. Okay. Then beyond that, there's a basic level, which gets you two hours per month with separate audio tracks and you can still go live. There's another tier above that, which is $15 a month, which gets you five hours of recording time with separate audio tracks. And then you can also accept live uh, calls, which actually you can do on any of the features. And then finally, there's the pro, which is um, a record up to 15 hours per month. Um, and then you get separate audio tracks, live, Twitter. And then there's also a transcription option.
0: Do you know what would happen if you went? If you hit your quota of hours per month, is there any way to get additional time? Do they make any mention of that? Because obviously if you had the podcast somewhat planned out and you knew, cool, we're gonna run from this time to this time, then you know you won't lose time. But what if like let's say a call gets dropped or there's some interference issues, can you even get that can you get that time back that you spent?
1: Um, I don't know if it rolls over, but definitely what happens is that anyone that needs more than 15 hours per month can get a enterprise plan, which is a custom recording plan. So I guess what they would do is they would price out how much you would need.
0: Okay. Well, so far from what I'm experiencing, my end, the audio quality seems solid. The video seems solid. What's
1: it like from your end? Oh, it's wonderful. I mean, I've, I've, but we're just testing like the, the regular like Plug in your mic feature. We there's also a app which you can use on the go. So um, very shortly, I'm going to step away and um, call in.
0: Okay, well, let's just take a quick break for that. Me, um, John, we'll see you in a little bit on this special call-in feature.
1: Powered by Riverside. Back, and we are actually testing the audience feature. So, if you um, wanted to do a podcast and you wanted to have audience members, you can actually have them sit in on the live recording and then you can um, allow them to ask questions and they can hop on to ask a question. So, Jude, welcome to uh, Tooltip Time as an audience member. How is the experience?
0: Oh, my gosh. Tooltip Time is my favorite podcast ever. I can't believe I'm actually talking to the legendary Mijon. Mijon, can you please play me? I'm here for a song request. Can you please play my favorite Riverside song?
1: Absolutely. wasn't your favorite song but i found that new one isn't it cool
0: oh it's my new favorite song now as i I, i've always known you are my favorite host so thank you again for hosting this podcast and thanks for having me on
1: (laughs) well thank you and we'll talk soon
0: so that was the audience experience I, i i will say so clicking the audience link was a little bit of a hassle so i tried it out on my phone first i didn't have the app and mm-hmm. my phone browser was not super responsive. So then I went on my computer, and I used Chrome. And no, actually, I tried Safari first, then I tried Firefox, and then I tried Chrome. Chrome ended up working. But I had to um, kind of close out several times and clear my cookies. And I don't know, this is why I don't use Chrome anyway, because I just I can't stand the whole having to clear my cache
1: all the time. Ugh, I know, it's the worst. Um, OK, we're going to test the Riverside app. Can you
0: hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah. Um, hold on. Oh, oops. Why is it so dark? <laughs> My roommate has just decided to leave me in the dark.
0: <laughs> so this is great. Right now, I see myself. I see. Oh, there you are. There was a... there was a dark screen. Nothing there, and then I saw the empty screen where the podcast host, me, once was.
1: Yeah. So I'm testing the riverside app in my living room so that um we can see what it's like if you um maybe one of your guests for your podcast you know might want to be like doesn't have a computer but they're using their cell phone i've heard through the grapevine that the cell phone app is not the best when recording right now and this is just me using the speakerphone i'm gonna pop some headphones in and you, you tell me if the sound gets any better
0: okay sounds good I will say right now the video quality seems really good. Uh, pretty stable frame rate. I'm not seeing any like clippings or any weird things, issues that I usually have if someone's using Zoom on mobile. Uh, right now, he, right now, Mijon is going to be plugging in the headphones. I will say the audio coming in through just your regular microphone on your phone sounded great. I mean, I shouldn't say it sounded great. It sounded good. Mijon, can you hear me right now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I wasn't sure. How is it? How is it sound, coming, the audio coming out right now that I'm talking?
1: You know, I think every now and then the internet kind of like does a little drop. But I do have to say, you sound pretty great. And what's nice about Riverside is everything is being recorded locally and uploaded as we go. So throughout the whole recording, just to make the producer feel more secure, you actually see the percent of the recording that's been uploaded. Right now, 99% of the um, of the recording has been uploaded. And every time we move further along in the recording, it will drop down to, let's like, say, like 95 or like 93. But then it always goes right back up to 99.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like it is giving us the assurance that, hey, you're not going to lose any of this. <laughs> it is being exactly. backed up somewhere.
1: <laughs> uh. Yeah, and, and the other cool thing is you can have guests leave and, you know, come and go, right? So you left as your part. Mm -hmm. you you left as a guest then you came back as an audience member and technically Mm -hmm. you're still asking a question and then i came in as a guest using the app which is really really cool and actually my video quality looks great but i'm also i also have an iphone but like considering that i'm you know doing this remotely it sounds i mean the the camera quality is fantastic
0: Yeah, the camera quality from over here is fantastic. Nothing's cutting out. It seems very, very stable connection. And I think the audio does sound better right now as you have your headphones in. It sounded fine before, but it's sounding... If you were having your audience members plugged in with just their iPhone headphones and this is how they were doing it, I think
1: I'd be pretty pleased with the quality. That's awesome. Okay, I'm going to hop off of this and then we'll uh, finish the pod. And we're back. Um, how cool is Riverside? It just feels so professional, so clean it works yeah, it does work.
0: <laughs> I feel like that should be I mean, I know that sounds like maybe could be your main low bar, but it's actually pretty impressive for this to work with very little pain points. are there any that you would try and resurface at all if you've if you've experienced any at this point?
1: Mm, oh yeah, actually, I put down in my notes question mark for pain points. <laughs> um, I do have to say that figuring out how to use the audience uh, live call in feature was a little bit confusing, but they did have a um, they did have a a help section for that, so I was easily able to figure that out. Um, additionally, there are some cool features that we obviously talked about the soundboard. There's a transcription feature if you do pro, which we will um, test um, before we finish the recording. And then, um, there's also a live stream option and you can live stream onto YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, LinkedIn, or custom service. So I guess you could live stream on and project it onto something else. So I wouldn't be surprised if like news stations use, um, Riverside for, um, to record people remotely. Did Um, you say, did you say Facebook? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Yes. I said YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and LinkedIn
0: interesting the only reason I ask is because Facebook for a while at least when Vimeo was doing their live uh, doing their live conferencing Facebook was actually not allowing third-party services to stream through them so I'm curious if that who knows maybe if
1: that's been if that's been um, remedied mm, squeezing out the competition very mm-hmm. bad <laughs> yes oh for sure um, yeah and then additionally one of the things that we discovered as we were recording besides the manually fade was that you can also determine what what quality sound you would like You can do 44.1 or um, 48 kilohertz. I don't actually know what that means. Do you, Jude? Well,
0: this is something, to be honest, that has been, as far as when I've talked with, with audio engineers, whether they're working on podcasts or mixing a, a music or they're doing a film, it seems to be a lot of people just say 44.100 is great. is a perfect sample rate for just doing a podcast, doing audio. But if you're doing a film, you would want to do 44.8. Most people, at least people that I've talked to, can't hear a huge difference. Uh, there are some people that contend 44.8 is going to be better uh better anti-aliasing pro- properties and um it, you're not going to have so much uh compression distortion but again it's one of those things where you should probably sample it for yourself i always work in 44100. so you just want to make sure if you are working with sample rates and whatever software you're using or whatever tool you want to make sure that you're not having different sample rates for everything because it can degrade the audio or make it a little slower
1: um, now I, I don't know if we should test this, but should we test to see what happens when we don't use, um, uh, cause Riverside is supposed to be able, like they ask you whether or not you're using headphones. So there's, uh-huh. they're supposed to have like higher level echo cancellation. Interesting. Wait, there's higher. What do you mean higher level echo cancellation? You know how like some guests don't like using headphones? Mm-hmm. Riverside's supposed to have like better noise cancellation than other competitors.
0: Oh, That's amazing. That's great. I mean, I I think that's always something that could obviously be improved upon.
1: So we're going to test um, the uh, headphone-less feature. So right now what we're doing is we are testing um, what they call audio processing and the um, echo cancellation feature of Riverside. So I assume that they are trying to, you know, solve everything that could go wrong for people when they're, doing remote podcast recording. And one of those things usually is that a guest might not have headphones and or a proper microphone, but the audio quality from Riverside is supposed to be better than others.
0: That's a very considerate uh, and thoughtful of them. I will say right now, you sound fine. Are you using your your microphone? This is
1: my, uh, I'm using my Apple. uh, uh, Your built-in mic. Yeah, this is my built-in mic from my um, computer.
0: Okay. Yeah, and the audio sounds fine. I can hear obviously a little bit of the room noise as you would with, with just the built-in mic. But it that's neat that at least there's no echo on your end. Are you having any issues with that?
1: No. I mean, I don't. I mean, as long as I don't speak at the same time as you, I think it's perfectly fine.
0: Can we test that for a second? Okay. Okay. Let's.
1: Let's just talk talk at the exact exact same time. Let's see how this sounds. All right. The
0: audio is degrading a little
1: bit. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, it it seems to be just fine. So, I mean, when we want to ask, like, what makes uh, a, a service special? I think it's things like this, like, you know, being able to troubleshoot for everything that could go wrong during the recording. Mm hmm. Uh, We'll be right
0: back. Mijon is actually, we're going to download the file, see how it sounds. And then we'll be right back with you after this quick break. So how did the recording sound?
1: The recording sound really good. Even the ones that are done, you know, in the less than ideal means. So when I wasn't using, um, when I wasn't using headphones, when I was using my cell phone in the living room, everything sounds really good. Obviously each different type had its own, um, has its own sort of flavor. So, like, you know, when I'm using, when I was using speakerphone, you could hear a little bit more of the room. When I put on my headphones, it got a little bit more clear. And then also when I, um, which is speaking into my, you know, professional mic, it sounds really good, like very clean audio.
0: Cool. I'm really glad that you're having that experience. I feel that. So, the version we are using right now. Which tier is this? Is this the complete or is this the this basic? This is the pro version. Okay. This is the pro version. How much did the pro version run again? I think
1: it was like $24 a month. Um, But I, I did it so that we could test the transcription service.
0: Ah, yes, for sure. And I was just curious, you know, I think for, for that amount of money per month, it's just interesting to think about how this, how this stacks up against other tools that we've used so far, even Zoom itself in terms of the final uh, recording quality. How would you stack it up against Zoom?
1: I think it actually is better than Zoom because Zoom can sometimes have a kind of tinny quality that I only really found was present when um, when I was not using headphones. Mm -hmm. But there's either noise cancellation when we record or because they're recording a higher quality sound, it just sounds better than Zoom.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have noticed it does. I mean, I haven't noticed from this end, but I was curious because, for instance, when we did Squadcast, I thought it actually sounded a lot better during than when I downloaded the file and I didn't think the quality sounded that great. So it's interesting. So far, Riverside might be my highest pick of, of our little series so far.
1: Yeah, my only qualm is that normally everything uploads really well, but it looks like there was one file that maybe hasn't been uploading as well on from your end. So I don't know if those files will ever make it, which is scary.
0: <laughs> so you're saying that the audio I've recorded... May never actually make it. We shall see. Okay. I guess we're going to find out once we hang up and we end this session all together. Yikes.
1: (laughs) So I will (laughs) definitely do an addendum. um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, the addendum is us redoing the entire episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully that won't happen. Interesting. Okay, so if that happens, I'm supposed to be able to send you to riverside.fm slash upload.
0: Yeah. Let's do that. What is this page? You have multiple tabs open on Riverside. Please close all other tabs and refresh. So um, it does look like this page is about, yeah, it's about leaving you before your recording was uploaded. We'll prevent the host from accessing it. On this page, we finish uploading your recordings to the host. Okay. So as soon as we end this call, I'll check out that URL and we will see what happens.
1: And we're back with just me, uh, before we end the episode, because, uh, we noticed that there were some issues uploading our audio during the recording. And this is something that Riverside promises that it works around because it has lots of background audio. So when I went in, I did see where that there were a couple places where, um, unfortunately audio did not upload, but directly after the recording, there were a bunch of internet recordings that happened during the episode. I had a composed track and then there were there were multiple different versions of internet recorded audio that I could then download. Luckily for the last recording that we did to end the episode, I was I quickly downloaded the internet recordings that I thought were missing. Now, what I was not aware of is that they expire. So if you don't download your internet recordings immediately, um, you will lose them, which is what happened when I was cutting the episode a couple days later. I can no longer access those internet recordings. And I'm not sure if that's something that we could actually pay for. Um, But that being said, we were able to recover the audio that was missed. I do have to say that Unfortunately, the audio quality in the last section was a little bit different because we started having some mic issues with Riverside. I think if you keep changing your mic, it confuses Riverside. So the balance is a little bit off and you'll hear the difference. Um, I would definitely say if you are going to do a long recording, definitely check your recordings along the way and make sure that they're being uploaded. And if they do not, make sure that you download them as soon as possible or you will lose those recordings for good. There were also some spotty issues with the recording where sometimes they would skip and we wouldn't necessarily lose the sound, but there'd be like little bits of emptiness. And, you know, I was able to fix that in the back end by just stitching the pieces of audio together. But that was kind of a pain point from some of the moments where we were using cell phones to do this recording. But other than that, Riverside worked pretty well. Well, y'all, even though we had some downloading issues at the end that prove that Riverside is not a perfect service, it's still a pretty good one. And we're really glad to see how this is going to be used by podcasters in the future and the adjustments that they will make. So thank you for listening. I'm still Mijan Zulu. And I'm Jude Brewer. And we'll see you next time. What time was that, Mijan? Tool tip time. by Riverside.